Hey guys, it's your girl Olivia Slap and Swatters here with another preview of the upcoming season of The Bachelor with Matt James. Guys, I'm so excited to launch Shame Watch TV season three. Can you believe that The Bachelor is going to start this week? I mean, it's already just a quick turnaround after The Bachelorette ended, I want to say a week, a week and a half ago. Uh, for those of you who are our normal listeners, you listen on the free feed, you're probably wondering, hey, wait a minute. Isn't Shame Watch TV primarily a Patreon show? Yes, it is. However, I love to give freebies every now and then. So this episode and the following episode, because this is a two-parter, will be on the free feed. My sisters and I will be going through each of the contestant bios. And it's just a lot of fun. We have a lot of funny commentary and just you can tell we're really tight-knit and things get a little crazy. So if you like what you hear for this episode and the next one that's coming up soon, go ahead and visit patreon.com slash shamewatch and sign up for any tier, really. But if you want to get all of these episodes, including the ones from past seasons, just sign up for the $2 a month tier. It's awesome. Honestly, you won't regret it. And we're going to have a lot of guests for this upcoming season. And And, and I always love when listeners give their input in the comments or, you know, they, they want to be featured on the pod. So those are just some of the perks that come with being a part of our Patreon family. So with that being said, here is part one of the Bachelor Contestant Preview. Shame Watch TV, a guilt-free dive into those massive TV guilty pleasures that we can't help but love. Each week, we look at a TV series that we love, but society shames, or at least may have some side-eye for. We peek in each nook and cranny for every bright spot, keeping the public at bay while watching these TV series like the miracles that they are. This season, we'll be covering ABC's The Bachelor with Matt James. I'm your host, Olivia Slap and Suarez. Guys, Season two is one and done, and we are now on to season three. That's right. The Bachelor with Matt James premieres on January 4th. And so what better to prepare ourselves for this hot mess of a season that's going to, you know, just be a part of our lives for the next few weeks, few months, uh, than to preview the contestants, which is one of my favorite things to do. And I have two very special guests for this two-part episode, none other than my blood relatives, Miranda Suarez and Sabrina Suarez. Hey! Okay, so if y'all don't remember, the three of us were together recapping the finale for The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart. So everybody on Patreon is probably more familiar with Miranda's commentary, her hot takes, but... Sabrina, this is her second appearance, so yeah, I'm excited. Miranda, do you have any words you'd like to to say to the patrons? Um, 
Yeah, I'm excited um, simply because I don't watch this show still. Um, <laughs> and I've only watched the show in a sense of like boys and girls and listen to your heart. But it'll be interesting to watch all females, you know, or go all go in for one male. Hello, this is Sabrina Suarez and I'm here because I don't want to have FOMO like <laughs> I did last time. <laughs> Speaking the truth. Well... Normally, so it feels like things are kind of getting back to normal in the sense of not the pandemic, but in the sense of the bachelor world, bachelors will be returning to Monday nights. Thank God, because the whole Tuesday night thing was throwing me off. And on top of that, just, you know, the bachelor usually premieres like during this time of year from January to about March. And I say that because it's been such a quick turnaround from the bachelorette. Oh, God, what a season. I'm still not over it. Um, God, it just, it was just so good. The finale was just like a week ago. And so here we have to switch gears. Before we start previewing these contestants, I did show the girls the extended promo for Matt James this season. I want to get your first thoughts before we kind of dive in into who this Bachelor is. Um, the place looked really nice. From first glance, the resort looked really cool. Um, I've never seen The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, <laughs> other than Listen to Your Heart. And um, it seems like a mental strain, but hot, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there was an ambulance in there. Are there usually a lot of ambulances? Oh, yeah, all the time. And I, and I do have to say... Don't y'all get tired of this? <laughs> There's How, things. What season is this on? This, this is 25. 25. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. 25. Well, okay. I can't really talk because I watch Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Here's here's some differences between The Bachelor and The Bachelorette from this past season. So this season was actually recorded in Nemecolon, Pennsylvania. So it's like this, like, yeah, it's like this resort area. Like, I don't know which part of the state, but they've obviously have a lot more to do there than they did at La Quinta in Palm Springs. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, although it, I kind of liked everybody in one place, because as you know, they normally travel on this show. Mm -hmm. But because of the pandemic, they can't really go anywhere. They have mm -hmm. to stay in one place. So just like they did with The Bachelorette, where they had everybody at the La Quinta Resort in La Quinta, Palm Springs, they had everybody at this uh Pennsylvania resort and there's apparently a lot to do there as we saw from the promo we saw some zip lining we saw yeah what else did we see um I'm forgetting everything we saw jacuzzis <laughs> yes we saw yoga oh yeah we saw, <laughs> we saw some yoga poses <laughs> yoga um what else um, pool a pool oh, yeah and there's a nice pool there there's always a lot of pools yeah yeah did you get the um, kind of like the James Bond vibe a little bit? From the dude? Yeah. From the um, dude. What's James Bond? Why is she? Sabrina's oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Spring is> canceled. <laughs> uh, think like Spy, Archer. Okay. You know. Okay. Yeah. So think that. So does I, this I guy, does this guy, Matt? I get like linebacker. Oh, not linebacker. Those guys are big. Like running back. The football. Oh, okay. maybe. Wait, like, athletic personality vibes. type? Oh, I just meant by, like, the aesthetics of the background. Oh, um. Let's know. talk about the name Matt. <laughs> what is, what is, when you hear the name Matt, what do you think? Mattress. 
She doesn't need to be here. Anyways, when I, I really hear, don't. When I hear the name Matt, I think <laughs> I think tr- I think I think trustworthy. A lot of Matts I know are trustworthy. I love the name Matt, like Matthew. I am biased because, like, I don't know. I just I he that was always one of the names I always pictured for like if I had a son. However, our cousin named one of her sons Matthew, so I'm a little salty about that. <laughs> whoops, whoops. But I might do Mateo. We'll see. Hey, I would have Mateo. Fun fact. Fun fact. The name Matt is usually like good, good connotation, good, good guy, all, you know, all around. Good looking dude, good vibes. Yes. Good vibes. Good vibes. Well, let me give you a little bit of background on Matt before we, we dive into his bio. So this season is historic for a number of reasons. One, Matt James is the first Black Bachelor in the history of this franchise. We love to see it. Yay! Yes! We love to see it. And this was historic because they casted him, I want to say, like, around July. And this was kind of when the Black Lives Matter movement was um, resurging. Yeah. And so ABC, there was a Bachelor diversity campaign that launched. and, And a lot of people, a lot of fans of the show, like myself included, like, took part in social media to kind of address the fact that like people of color on the show aren't treated as well and that the show needs to do a better job. They need to cast more diverse contestants. They need to have more diverse producers and also provide, um, you know, mental health services for people who have gone through those particular specific issues. Yeah. You know, because they do have, um, they do have a psychologist or a counselor on site when they tape these shows, but mm. you know, it's, it always helps to have somebody who looks like you or who has a similar background. So ABC totally acknowledged that. And they did, a, they did pretty well. Like this last season, they gave a lot of people of color, like more airtime. They casted a lot more people. Gosh, I just love last season so much. And so this season, just based off of what we're going to see in the cast list, we're definitely seeing a lot more of that, but they just, Good. Yeah, but they decided, so they're like, oh, you know what? We need to cast a Black Bachelor. And one, I think it's great that they're doing this. However, I didn't like the timing necessarily because it kind of seemed like a publicity stunt. Yeah, I, I can see that. You know, um, there was one guy who was on The Bachelorette like two seasons ago, one or two seasons ago, Mike Johnson. He was actually from San Antonio. Yeah, he was like awesome, and and a lot of people wanted him to be the first Black Bachelor. Um, he's still he's thriving and everything, so he's doing okay. He just came out with the book, but it's historic, first of all, because you know ABC up until this point just was like, oh, well, we just haven't found anybody qualified yet, and like mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, so this season is also unique because. I don't know if you know this, but they usually pick The Bachelor or The Bachelorette from the person of the last season. Yeah. Right? So Matt James has never been on the show before. Interesting. Yeah. He has been affiliated with Bachelor Nation, though. So one of the most popular contestants to come out in recent years is Tyler Cameron, Tyler Mm -hmm. C. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with him? Yeah, we talked about him. Yeah. So he's best friends with Tyler C. And so after Hannah's season ended... Uh, we got to see Tyler hang out with this guy named Matt James. His handle is at Matt James 919. People were like, oh, who is this guy? He's really hot. And he he and Tyler, they both live in New York, and they work for uh, this company called ABC Food Tours. So they they bring out underprivileged children to go and look and experience these cool restaurants and foods 
you know, bring cool experiences to them. So he got a lot of uh, attention from that. And then over the quarantine, he hung out with Hannah Brown and Tyler C. And so that's kind of how he got pulled into the mix. Okay. So it's kind of, it's not really common. We haven't seen it in a long time where someone who has not been on the show before is the lead. So I just want to give you that context. Um, Cool. I have a question. Yeah. So they have The Bachelor, and then they have The Bachelorette, and it keeps going in that pattern. Mm -hmm. So how often does it happen? What do you mean? Like, how long is a season? So the season, a season is usually about two and a half months. They usually tape the the upcoming season during like whatever season is filming so when the season of the bachelorette which is normally in the spring um it got pushed back because of covid when this season of the bachelorette was airing in from palm springs they were already taping matt's season so it takes about six to eight weeks so how many seasons are there in one year there's usually a bachelor season, a bachelorette season, bachelor in paradise, which is where all the rejects go to Mexico. That's actually one of, that's actually my favorite of the three because you, you get to see some villain characters get redemption stories. It's great. And you get to ship people and it's, we love to see it. So um, yeah, that's just some context for, again, Sabrina has never seen this show. So No, I have not. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and, and and fellas, if you want to get like some context of how we are going about these bios, uh, the best way to do this, the best way to listen to this episode is to pull up the ABC cast guide on abc.com and you'll be able to go through each of the profiles where we will discuss some fun facts. Now, obviously, there's 32 women who are going to be vying for Matt James's heart and it's a lot of women. So we're going to make this easy, and we're going to break this up into two episodes. So for part one, we're going to go through the first 16, and then in part two, we will go over the second half. Make it make it easy for everybody. Make it easy for you listeners for sticking with us, uh, for contributing money each month to make this show possible. So yeah, let's go ahead and dive right in. Let's, let's get a little bit more info on Matt before we continue, or as we continue. So... Yeah, he's a 28-year-old real estate broker, entrepreneur, and community organization founder, and he's on his journey to find love for the first time. He's from North Carolina. Uh, Actually, Miranda, he did play professional football. There we go. Yeah, Yeah, so he played professional football before moving to New York City. And um, yeah, he was, he's part of this organization that's designed to help find creative ways to engage kids from underserved communities in New York City, um, encouraging physical and mental wellness while giving them opportunities for new experiences throughout the city. So just seems like a wholesome guy. Also in this promo, we saw a lot of shirtless shots. Yeah. <laughs> Very a la Colton. And we saw a shower shot a la Colton, but you know, I was not attracted to Colton at all. So it's nice to have, um, someone more visually appealing. Um, and we have Chris Harrison, our our lovely host, America's dad, listen to your heart, as Miranda will remember. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get started with the women. We're going to go ahead and start with Abigail. Hi, Abigail. Hey, queen. <laughs> All right, we're going to start with Abigail. She's 25. She's from Beaverton, Oregon. She is a client financial manager. And let's see what her bio says. 
She's a beautiful soul from the Pacific Northwest who says that nothing makes her happier than enjoying a cold local microbrew on a beautiful Oregon day. Oh, she has a hearing impairment. So uh, that's the first time we've ever had a contestant who who is hearing impaired. That's pretty cool. Uh, but it's never stopped her from living her life to the fullest. Uh, yeah, it just seems she seems really cool. She seems like a cool girl. Yeah, she's really pretty. Yes. Um, so let's look, let's look at some fun facts. She loves to spend her free time golfing with her grandparents. That's cute. Um, she loves Calvin Harris because his beats slap. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> And her favorite way to approach a guy is by, quote-unquote, accidentally bumping into them. Have you ever accidentally bumped into a guy to get his attention? No, but it doesn't sound like too bad of an idea. Have you? Of course I have. I have. I have not. I have not. As you can tell from my success rate, it doesn't really work, so... For me, at least. Uh, listeners, if that has worked for you, please give us a comment. We, we really want to know. But that's that's a lot more brave than, you know, trying to be that mysterious, you know, loner in the corner trying to get the attention of the big hotshot. So, yeah, I would agree. Um, but also, she is, is she a millennial? She's giving me very millennial vibes by just saying slaps. And I'm slapping swatas, so I could confirm this. So... If not, she's definitely, like, a millennial customer Gen Z, so... <laughs> yeah, well, she's 25, so... Yeah. Um, so in the video that Chris Harrison put out on the Bachelor Facebook, he, he does this every... Before every season starts, and he previews all of the women. He kind of spills a little tea. Uh, Chris said that Abigail is one of their favorites, gem of a woman, impossible not to fall in love with. She is the first hearing-impaired person the show's ever had, has an incredible story, and... She is someone that is here for the right reasons. She makes a very strong first impression on Matt. Do you think she's going to last? I think so. She looks she looks pretty She looks like she'll genuine. last. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and go to the next person. We've got Alana. Alana. Dude, this girl, she looks really sweet, but she also looks like she would call me ugly. Like, kinda, especially in, if we were in, like, high school or middle school together. Go ahead. She looks like she's straight out of a stock photo. She also looks In a like, nice way. <laughs> no, she also looks like her name could be Hannah. Oh, for sure. Oh, lots of Hannahs these last few seasons of the Bachelor franchise. I could also see her name being, like, Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's... Rebecca. Let's, that looks like... Yeah. Yeah. Rebecca. Well, let's learn a little bit more about Alana. She is... 26 years old. She is from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. We've had a lot of Canadians come in the last few seasons. Hey. And she is a photographer. So yeah, let's look at what her bio says. Alana has always taken the road less traveled. Instead of taking the traditional college path after high school, she leaned into her desire for adventure and moved to Europe, Yeah, where she enrolled in different programs throughout Europe. She calls this decision her greatest accomplishment yet because it took her on a journey of self-discovery and exploration that really shaped her into the independent woman she is today. So yeah, that's, that's an adventure gal. I myself love adventure. And going on hikes and stuff. Yeah. That's recently something I've fallen I would with. love to go to Europe. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean. Where would you go in Europe? Where um, would you go? Italy? Where would you go? I want to find out where, like, our family used to have land in Galicia, Spain. Ooh. Wait, it's we, Galicia? We used mm-hmm. to have land there? I don't know our we'll family tree. We'll talk about this <laughs> off the ball. But yeah, we can, we can talk. 
about our own personal lives <laughs> on this podcast. How are we connected to Spain? Like, we're, we'll talk about this oh later. Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> but wait, we didn't talk about where I want to be. Yeah, like, sorry, oh. Mira. Probably Iceland. Ooh! Wait, is that... I didn't know that was a part of Europe. Isn't it? <laughs> Sabrina, Wait, are you ranked, aren't you ranked number 10 Wait, in your class? Now no. she's scaring me, isn't it? Yeah, Iceland okay. is a part yeah, of... Yeah, you idiot. Is it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> isn't Iceland by, like... Isn't Iceland by, like, where Finland and Norway yeah. are? Yeah. And Sweden? Yeah. It's, which is a part of the... Not the UK. Which is a part <laughs> of the European Union? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, listeners, Anyways. give us give us some more context on Europe. Tweet us. I would also like to add, even though I'm number ten in my class, I hate to flex. Um, I'm not very smart. Like, I would absolutely accidentally electrocute myself if I didn't know, you know, safety precautions. I can attest to this. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, let's get back to Alana. So Sorry. Let's, let's learn. Let's learn some fun facts about her. Yes, she is the queen of puns. I like her already. I doubt she's the queen of puns. I also doubt. I am the queen of puns. <laughs> Miranda is the queen of puns. Her dream job would be working at as a restaurant critic for Michelin restaurants. I bet she's tasted a lot of baguettes. <laughs> I do, you know what? But she probably does have a great taste, great great taste in food. Yeah. yeah. And then she loves to spend the holidays with her mom making fettuccine from scratch and watching The Holiday. She is definitely going to Europe. I love The Holiday. The Holiday is so good. It's yes. just, it's, it's awesome. So let's you look. think she's one of these people who, like, went to Europe and she's never stopped telling people that she went to Europe. Which, I mean, I understand. Like, I, com- like, I completely understand. You went, to, like, that's a huge thing. I left my heart in Europe. <laughs> Yeah, just been like I've never been the same. Relating everything back to the time you went to Europe. Yeah, yeah that was like, like me in LA, like when I came back. Take me back. <laughs> well, let's see what Chris Harrison had to say. Okay, uh, he says that Alana is the first of several Canadians this season. Really reminds him of former Bachelorette Caitlin Bristow, who recently won Dancing with the Stars. Ooh. Yeah, and Caitlin Bristow was a badass. I never watched her season like as it was airing, but I follow her. She's also the one who is uh, in a relationship with my Bachelor crush, Jason Tartik. Not over it. It's fine. Um, so, so Chris Harrison also says that Alana left her mark with a memorable limo entrance says she had, quote, one of the boldest entrances of the season. Hint, Lady in the Tramp. Ten bucks, she brings spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Ten bucks, she brings the spaghetti. Or a dog. She was like, I went to Europe and I want to take you there. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> wait, wow, Sabrina. Wait, maybe she brings fettuccine instead. Yeah. And then, because she's like, I know how to make it from scratch from the time I went to Europe. <laughs> That's how she relates. We're going to have to come back, back to this episode after the, the premiere airs, yeah. we'll, so we we'll can see it for... how she enters. Alright, so let's go to our next contestant. Alicia! Alicia! Hi, Alicia! Hi, Alicia! So, first off, Alicia's 24. She's a professional ballerina from New York, New York. Queen. My name rhymes with ballerina. <laughs> Your what? My name rhymes with ballerina. Sabrina ballerina. You know, fun fact: <laughs> she wishes she could dance like a ballerina. What? Um, at least I don't dance like a millennial. Wait, no why comment. is it? Wait a second. <laughs> why did you? That's so annoying. When did you figure that out? Right now. What do you mean? <laughs> like, like, do 
you tell that to people? <laughs> well, like, whenever I'm like, my name's Sabrina. When I, <laughs> wow, you're a terrible rapper. Or it's like, um, so how does it go? Like, my name's Sabrina. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not a ballerina. Yeah. Like, you have to get creative. You have to know what rhymes. <laughs> Anyways, professional ballerinas work incredibly hard. Yeah. Yes. Um, have you seen Black Swan? Do you, no. <laughs> do dancers usually are hit and miss for me when it comes to like people and me liking them? However, honestly, yeah, they they work, work, they work hard, they but then work. they're also like, um, my feet are disgusting. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're like you want. <laughs> yeah, dancers are also like, you, you want to see stinky feet? <laughs> you want to see mine. broken toenails? <laughs> yeah. They're like, they're like, oh my god, you want to the dance hall stinks. And then they're all like, yeah, they're all walking around barefoot. No wonder it stinks. <laughs> well, let's learn a little bit more about Alicia. So she is a hardworking and incredibly driven woman. When she was only 13, she began pursuing her career as a professional ballerina. Sweet. Uh, through years of dedication and commitment to her craft, she is now proudly living her dream, uh, dancing for the prestigious Dance Theater of Harlem. But after years of being unlucky in love, she's ready to find a man who will absolutely desire her. Her ultimate date consists of a day on the boat, drinking champagne, and eating from a thoughtfully curated charcuterie board, followed by shopping at a romantic dinner at one of New York's best rooftop bars. Girl, same. I that was like, that's a that's a great day. Wait, how did you pronounce it? Charcuterie board. Dude, do you remember when I mentioned how these things like about charcuterie boards and how people put like cheese and salami on? Oh them? yes. And you know what? I, remember what I called it? A chartreuse board. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> charcuterie. When was that? That's what they're called. Charcuterie boards. They're not called cheese boards. No, I got my roommate one, and, yeah, and, and it she's not obsessed with chartreuse it. boards. No, it's called charcuterie board. No, that's, <laughs> not, that's, yes. not, that's not even a word. Listeners comment with the correct, the well, I can't talk now. The correct pronunciation of charcuterie, uh, but yeah, that sounds like a really great date. Um, I gosh, long were the days when I was drinking on a boat in Miami. Uh, yeah, her bio says she describes herself as a very confident uh, person, but not sappy. She's not looking for anyone who relies on cheesy pickup lines and would prefer a man who gets straight to the point. Period. Yeah. Period. So, yeah. So, uh, some fun facts about Alicia. She once performed on stage with Aretha Franklin. Respect. What? That's pretty cool. Amazing. She loves hot chocolate. Okay. Uh, I mean, the place where they're shooting this season, it looked pretty cold, so hopefully she got a lot of that. Um, She says she loves all vegetables, with the exception of tomatoes. Well, what's the point of saying you love all vegetables if you're going to (laughs) discriminate? You don't like some vegetables? Yeah, that's a good point. I would discriminate tomatoes. Yeah. I um, like tomatoes. I like tomatoes too. Well, actually, I, I, I no. here we go. I managed to eat tomatoes on margarita pizza. The Sabrina, I know. I was really surprised by that the other day. I know. I felt like without the tomatoes, it would have been just like wrong. Because I've had like, you know, two day old microwaved margarita pizza and it mm-hmm. sucked. But the tomatoes, they made a nice appearance. You know, they really spice things up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Chris Harrison says in the video, um, she is on point, dad joke, um, 
that she has an amazing family story, something ripped out of a novel, and that she's one to watch. So, how long do you think she's gonna last? I think she's gonna go uh, a couple dates in. Yeah, she's gonna, I, I think she's gonna get eliminated pretty, not yeah. pretty quickly, but enough. I like her. I think I want I like her to her. stay. Yeah, yeah, I like her. I like her. She seems cool. Next, we have Amber. You know, I feel like she definitely is giving me a stereotype, and I don't want to stereotype her. That's, yeah. But her being a nursing student absolutely makes sense. Dude, uh, <laughs> and I, I, I hate to also just add this in. I don't have a very good luck with women named Amber either. I don't oh, get a lot yeah. of women named Amber. And, yeah, that with that... My own personal negative connotation with that name, with the nursing student, and just the profile picture. I don't want to assume anything. Sometimes these pictures aren't great, as we Miranda and I found out from the men, the yeah. uh, from the Bachelorette previews. But let's see what let's see what she's about. Yeah, so Amber's thirty, so she's two years older than Matt. She's a nursing student from Costa Mesa, California. She is a vivacious single mother whose world revolves around her 13-year-old son. Okay. Yeah, so her typical Saturday night consists of dinner and board games with her son or soaking in the jacuzzi with some close friends. You know, she finds it hard to date as a single mom, but now she's ready to focus on herself for the first time in a long time. Um, And, yeah, when asked what her physical type is, Amber enthusiastically says, Matt James! LOL. I mean, have you seen his bod? Yeah, I mean, we saw that shower shot. (laughs) Yeah, the shower shot. You know, we love to see it. Uh, she is caring, trustworthy, and open-minded, but admittedly is also stubborn and a bit impatient. Me. And... <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, Sabrina. Sabrina as fuck. Um, so she says she is terrified of being on the edge of cliffs, but is ready to take the leap headfirst into this once-in-a-lifetime adventure and hopefully return home with the man of her dreams by her side. So... Yeah, that's Amber. We got some fun facts. Uh, while traveling through Joshua Tree, California, she once had to run away from a mountain lion. Okay. Yeah. How Flex. do you how do you end up in that situation? Well, wait. When you're in the forest. When you're caught with a mountain lion, is your strategy to act big or to pretend to be dead? Well, I guess since she ran away, you don't run away from a mountain lion. No. A mountain lion would kill you. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, I think don't you think would so. have to act big. Right? I know with a bear you have to stand. You have to stand still. And that depends really? on. No, that depends on the bear. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Dude, isn't that dumb? Crazy. <laughs> I feel like if I was in that situation, I would use the wrong tactic and be like, "Oh, wrong animal." <laughs> I think, especially at my age, which is twenty-two. Um, I, you know, or just people in general have like a not a hero complex, but like a, an invincible complex where they think untouchable complex when yeah. they think like they're you know nothing can happen to them but if i came face to face with a bear or a mountain lion i feel like i would accept death in that i feel like olivia would make a millennial joke out of it like she'd be like, <laughs> yeah and then i would die. about to die <laughs> <laughs> not wrong not wrong well but you died doing what you love yes so Yes, which is just being funny and podcasting and music. So Amber's dream job would be to take care of beluga whales because they just make her so happy. Aww. We do love whales. Okay, queen. Like, (laughs) beluga whales are cute as fuck. Uh, Her dream is to live on a big ranch somewhere near a lake surrounded by trees and rescue every animal she comes across that needs a home. Dude, I would love to live on a ranch. Me and too. that sounds super country me. My Texas side. Uh, <laughs> this is this sounds super country of me. But like I would love especially cows. 
Yes. Or like cows, pigs. fluffy cows. Oh my gosh. Like cows, pigs, maybe. Can I be a fluffy cow? Maybe a goat. Actually, I don't know if I would do goats. Anyways. Yeah, but yeah, living you know, on a ranch. Okay, so if it doesn't work out with Matt, I think she would be really great with Blake Moynes, who was on the season of The Bachelorette, because he's a wildlife manager, and he's mm-hmm. the one who owned the falcon. hey And he was from Canada, so, you know, he'll be on Paradise. If if Amber doesn't succeed in, in winning Matt James's heart, I hope she's on Paradise so they can meet. Um, but yeah, fun facts about Amber from Chris Harrison. Uh, yeah, her, her son's name is Noah. Oh, here's a big... Big, big fact that Chris said. So he said, instead of saying, excuse me, you know, like, oh, excuse me, uh, can I have this or can I have that? She would say, meow. Ew. Oh, Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. She would say what? She would say, meow. Is like, that it? Yeah. Like, meow. You can know, I have that? Meow. In a way, I kind of understand. You know how, like, women bark at men? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Women do no wrong. <laughs> yeah, but like they bark at men to, to scare them. So like, imagine like <laughs> I've never I heard of this. You haven't. Also, Sabrina's sixteen, legit. so she has no like. You know, I've never been in the real world, so I Wait, guess like, I don't leg- know. Legitimately barking? Yeah, for fun? No, for like dominance. Women express that that assertion for dominance in other ways, not by barking. Well, no, like <laughs> I mean, in like I mean, in like um, <laughs> to scare them away. Like, <laughs> like if you're being catcalled, you'll be like, Rrr. yeah, but that's not that's no, no, no. I just stick the middle about. finger if they catcall me. Well, it's like a different tactic. <laughs> that's weird. Well, anyway, so Amber says meow instead of but, excuse but me, but we're gonna be like meow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get that. <laughs> Meow. Meowza. All right. Now we have Anna. She is a 24-year-old copywriter from Chicago, Illinois. And um, Chris Harrison said she looks a lot like Hannah B., who was the Bachelorette about a year ago. Uh, I would say so. Very Southern looking, even though she is from Chicago. Chicago. Here, I'll ask ask after we go to the... What is she about? So... She was born and raised in a tiny town in Minnesota and Minnesota, Minnesota. And at an early age, her parents nicknamed her Hollywood thanks to her affinity for chic scarves and oversized sunglasses. So yeah, as much as she loved her childhood filled with Friday nights at the local bowling alley and family dinners at Applebee's, this high school cheerleading captain knew she was meant for something bigger. (laughs) I feel like this whole biography is just, it's a watt pad. It's oh, a, it's a lot. <laughs> Due to her Gemini vibes. She's oh. a Gemini. <laughs> She's no. a Gemini? <laughs> it all makes sense. For our listeners who, who aren't aware of, like, you know, what the Gemini is like, can you give some context? Like, personality traits? No. Complicated. <laughs> Too dubious? Two-faced? Two-faced. I was going to say two-faced. Yeah. Sneaky. Just, like, unpredictable. And yeah, like, really unpredictable. Yeah. Hot and cold. Yeah, well, we don't we don't want to cast these stereotypes on Anna just yet because we don't know her. But mm-hmm. according to her bio, um, due to her Gemini vibes, uh, she needs someone who is a match for her intellect, but will also always want to keep life fun. And her dream guy must also enjoy doing puzzles with her. Puzzles are fun. Puzzles are fun. Yeah. Oh, oh, here we go. So, fun facts: she is terrified of fish and obsessed with cheese. So. 
If you were to be like, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with this. You know what joke, you know what joke I was going to make? You know, okay, so we were talking about her obsession with cheese. And I was going to be like, okay, so. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so what are we going to talk about next? Oh, actually, okay, so how does one, get it, how does one copyright? I know what a copywriter is. And I know what copyright is. Mm-hmm. How does one copyright? Or does she like <laughs> see text and then type? What? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I feel like you're having a really hard time. I have no idea what you just said. I feel like she's having a really hard time. I'm trying to answer Ram's question. Being on this podcast. What do you mean by, what do you mean by, sorry, shy. What do you mean by, how does one copyright? Well, like, she says she's a copywriter, so what does she exactly do? So she probably works for, like, um, like a publication or something like that. And, and helps people get copyrights? No, 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 that's not what a copywriter is. No, no, she writes she writes copy. Does she not write what I say? I just like she sees No, that's not what a copywriter does. She uses what? She sees like a piece of text and then she writes. No, no, no. Oh, like a copywriter? Oh no, that's not what a copywriter is. What is it? A copywriter is is basically somebody who like works in marketing and advertising. And uh, like the like a journalistic kind of job. So think of when you listen to ads on podcasts, like the copy that the host reads. Yeah, they do they do stuff like that. Like they write copy. Oh, okay. Yeah, whether it's like an ad for like the radio wow. or TV so, or a print ad. So when they say you got the copyrights, that's something that's R I G H T S. Yeah, copyright, like... But she's writing W-R-I-T. She no. writes copy, and, like, uh, and a lot of, I think, yeah, it's it's part of, it's a part of a lot of, like, PR, journalism, marketing, advertising um, huh, you positions. learned something new. Yeah. Well, anyway, so she's a copywriter. Um, she calls herself an experienced junkie and once convinced a pilot to let her fly the plane over bluffs of Minnesota for 15 minutes. Was that Pilot Pete? It better not have been, because Pilot Pete is already a dumbass. Now, Anna dreams of writing screenplays for Hallmark movies. That adds up. That completely adds up. These are such bad movies. (laughs) They're also amazing. No. No, they're not. (laughs) She would make one about her life, you know. Yeah, she would. Well, here's what Chris had to say. So... Chris said that she has a lot of Hannah B vibes, a lot of Trista Sutter vibes. Trista Sutter is the original Bachelorette. She is still married to her original pick. So, yeah, Trista is like the OG. He says that she is sweet, bubbly, uh, great voice. And he said, like, Easy, who is on the Bachelorette, uh, she gives great face. So, like, anytime there's, like, a reaction, something that kind of elicits a reaction, you know, she would always have some kind of great... Great face. Great face. So, but Chris said she found herself embroiled in one of the most dramatic moments of the season. Yeah, she looks like she would be. I don't feel like she'll last. She looks like she would be tangled in drama. What does her face look like again? Scroll up. Oh, okay. Yeah. All she right. looks like she would be in drama. Yeah. All right. So, next person is Bree. Hi, Bree. So, Bree is 24. She's a communications manager from San Francisco, California. And. She was raised by her mother and grandmother, and 
they both made countless sacrifices to give her a fighting shot at having a successful life. Mm -hmm. So she's always outworked everyone because she learned early on that everything in her life was earned, not promised. She works for a high-profile social media company and is very proud of her achievements, as she should be. But now, you know, now that she's kind of built this, like, big professional life, she wants to focus on the personal, you know, find the man of her dreams. She describes herself as very laid back and someone who's not embarrassed easily. And she says she is always the alpha in the relationship, uh, but she would love to find someone who can challenge her and keep her life interesting and exciting. So she said it's uh, in her bio, it says it's very rare that she spends a weekend indoors and not outside hiking or hanging at the park and nearby beaches. And she hopes to have two or three kids of her own. So what do we, what do we get from Brie? She just likes, she just looks like, like a stereotypical contestant. You know, I would agree. Nothing bad. I don't have anything bad to say against her. She's really pretty. I Agreed. like her shirt. Yes, it, that's a nice color on her. Mm-hmm. Yes, all of all of suits her. Let's look. Let's look at some fun facts about her. So her dream is to live in. Is it Kauai from Hawaii, the Hawaiian island? Um, and to live the island life, eating nothing but sushi, swimming in the ocean, and hiking. Brunching is one of her favorite activities. Me too. Yeah, brunch is great. She has two tattoos, a wave on her left wrist and another on her right rib cage that reads 13 in Farsi. If you could get a tattoo, where would you get it? Um, I have no clue. My, I would be the basic B and it pro- would probably have to be my foot or my ankle. I can see you with a foot tattoo. Well, foot tattoos would hurt. Like- okay, so like real talk, I've been back and forth on getting a foot tattoo, but also because I'm sweating bullets because her parents would freak. Yeah, I don't know if I did that. I do not care. <laughs> so I'm gonna there, get a tattoo no. immediately. <laughs> Here's the thing, like, yeah, 28. You're 28. Yeah, 27. Isn't I'm not even 18, and I'm already planning my tattoo. Wait, you're getting a tattoo? Duh. What are you Isn't that crazy? Like, you and I would be so terrified. And everyone's like, I do not care. I'm already planning my tattoo. I'm the one that fights with my parents. <laughs> you know mom's a patron, right? <laughs> she listened to this episode. I'm just, hey, mom. <laughs> hey, queen. So, are you, are you getting a sleeve? I want to. I'm not getting a sleeve, but like minimalist tattoos. When you're 18, maybe not when I'm 18. Well, I don't know. Okay, but like, lo- like low key, because like resilient has been my word of the year, and I have the song that's coming out. Um, I will drop that link when it comes out. Self promo. I mean, hey. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about getting that like on my like foot or on like, my ankle down across. Or like this is an audio platform, so they can't really see. But Miranda wants her foot. Yeah, is it like across from? It would be like either right here, or like Dude, that that right here sounds like on the bone. Yeah, on the on bone, the bone. Or, or like the ankle. Girl, you're gonna, here's the thing: you're gonna cry. <laughs> you're gonna cry. You're gonna especially for a needle like this for like a tattoo. Well, wait, is it okay? Like so thin? I'm not. So I I I'm I'm just putting hypothetical like I'm just putting it out there. I'm I'm not even 100% certain. I can w- would it be like in cursive and yeah. then, like thin because I feel like that would be fine. Yeah. But if or, you would I also thought like, about my finger. 
Yeah, yeah, that works. But then I, you know, I would well, need you, that to heal yeah. to play a guitar. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. But I thought about my finger. I just, I would want something where, like, it's there, but, like, it does, it's not a big deal to cover up. Anyway, we kind of got on a sidetrack there, but <laughs> um, learn something new every day. Uh, let's see what Chris had to say about Brie. So, total package, everybody will fall for her, beauty, brains, unbelievably sincere, works for a tech company, and he was like, he's not allowed to say which one, but it's not, but it's a big one. It was so much so that she almost wasn't on the show because she didn't want to give up this job. Um, She, San Francisco has me thinking either Pinterest or Instagram or Facebook. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, That's what I'm thinking, but, you know, we don't know. Uh, straight shooter will tell it like it is always reminds me of Miranda and Sabrina. Uh, she wears her heart on her sleeve and she is another girl who will catch Matt's eye early on. So that's Brie. Yeah. She looks like she's a solid contestant. I feel like I've seen her on that Love Island video game (laughs) in a nice way. I don't mean it in like a, there's a Love Island video game. Yes. And so it's like a, who are you? iOS game. Oh my god, I have to check that out. Miranda and I have been wanting to get the Bachelor game on the Wii. That's a thing? <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. I do actually remember telling yeah, you yeah. that. No, I, the Love Island video game. Yeah, I thought you were... Well, because when you said video game, that's what I was thinking was the Wii. So I was like, when did you I know, that's what I thought, too. the Love Island video game on the Wii? And then I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that video game. What, yeah. she looks like one of those? Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's funny. Okay, In so, a good way, yeah. so next we have Carolyn. Hi, Carolyn. Hey, Carolyn. So, Carolyn is 30 years old. She's a journalist from Los Angeles, California. And though she is fiercely independent, she is a serial monogamist who says she has always been the caretaker in her relationships. So, now she's looking for a man who will want to take care of her, but will also appreciate her for the self-sufficient woman she is. She wants a bold man who won't be afraid to challenge her and call her out if she needs it, but someone who appreciates her intensity and will bring an equal amount of passion to the relationship. So, yeah, Carolyn's ultimate turnoff is a man who spends all their time together name-dropping or bragging about his money and instead hopes to find someone with a warm heart and who is passionate about philanthropy. And, yeah, she's she's one of those people that says when she feels that spark, she falls hard and fast. So, yeah, what do we think about Carolyn so far? Do you, okay, tell me if I'm wrong, but she looks like the kind of person who would have the kind of Twitter whose tweets on her timeline are just like, you know, I when I love, I love with all that I am. And if you can't see that, then you're the one who lost. And then I favored it. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then only retweet. <laughs> no, no, but then, Not wrong. But also, like, people just can't. My big, my toxic trait, my big heart. And it's like, mm. <laughs> like I, and it's just that kind of stuff. I feel like if Olivia got that resilient tattoo and she saw like tweets like that, she would like go into the avatar state and it would start glowing. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like, um, when it said she, when she feels that spark, she falls hard and falls fast and she can't wait to see what happens when she meets Matt for that first night. But, like, yeah, with especially with that kind of attitude of falling hard and falling fast, I can definitely see her being like, mm-hmm. just, nobody can handle me. But I also... I'm just too difficult. She seems like she gives tight hugs. Is that she seems, yeah, at the same time, she could also be super sweet. Like, yeah. tight hugs. Yeah. 
Well, let's learn some fun facts about Carolyn. She likes post-punk music and definitely identifies as something different than your average top 40 basic girl. Sabrina, how do you feel about that? Um, I feel like her shirt doesn't tell me that. <laughs> you know, this is something that you get from Forever 21. <laughs> I was just making a note about music because you like to oh. brag about your music taste. Yeah. Oh, that's what she means. Yeah, like, yeah. like... I would definitely not When you see heard that. the word top, do you did you think the word top is in like shirt? No. Again, okay, Serena is ranked three. number ten in her class. <laughs> number ten yeah. in her class. I am I it's weird having friends now. <laughs> it's a new experience for me. It is new for her, but we're proud. Uh Carolyn, for Carolyn, nothing makes her more upset than injustice. So anyone who abuses their own power over others makes her livid. We stand a socially okay, a socially woke person. In five years, she hopes to have published her first novel. Would you read it? Yeah, I would. I would. Chris Harrison has a book, actually. Like, a fiction it? book. It's, like, a like cheesy romance, and I heard it's, like, super bad, but, like, kind of good. So, I'm gonna have to check oh, that out. I thought it would be, like, a biography. No, I feel... About what? I feel, like a, I feel like eventually that's probably what he would lean toward, but... Like a spill, a telltale. Yeah. Well, so Chris says that she's one of the more mature women in the house. She is 30, after all. Um, she has a lot of relationship experience. She's been engaged twice. Okay. Pam. <laughs> Pam from the album. <laughs> so she knows what she's looking for at this point. She has an edge, a tattoo sleeve. She loves punk rock. So she's not your typical bachelor bachelorette girl. So that is Carolyn. Next up, we have Cassandra. Hi, Cassandra. Hi, Cassandra. So I want to give you, like, you guys will appreciate this. So I was talking to one of my friends about, you know, the uh, just like the diversity of the cast this upcoming season. And she brought up Cassandra. Cassandra's last name is Suarez. What? Cool. So we already have a favorite. Um, Cassandra is 25. She's a social worker from Newport Beach, California. So we love to see it. Don't disappoint us. Um, Cassandra has always told herself that she would finish college and then she would settle down. And now that she has her master's degree in social work, it's time to find love. So she says coming on The Bachelor is the biggest risk she's ever taken for love. She believes that she and Matt have a lot in common. You know, she's loyal, compassionate, and caring. And she just really wants to find someone that she can develop a genuine connection with. Um, she's a city girl at heart. But she's truly at her best stargazing and eating s'mores in her sweatpants with no makeup on. Of course. <laughs> of course. She's just your everyday gal. <laughs> She's not perfect. <laughs> okay, but that, that sounds amazing. S'mores and sweatpants. I'm gonna, you know, with no makeup. She's confidently back, and she says that guys like the fact that they can take her anywhere and don't have to worry about entertaining her. And so, yeah, she's she says that Matt's definitely her type, and she's willing to take that chance. Uh, so, yeah, that's Cassandra. What do we think so far? She looks really nice. Agreed. And also, we're a little bit biased. The last name's pretty great. So we got to figure out if we're related to her. We'll get back to you on that, listeners. <laughs> Cassandra is scared of the dark. I am too. Me too. Mm -hmm. That's a mood. Um, so she also hates it when people eat food off of her plate. That is Miranda <laughs> to the core. <laughs> and me. I took food off of a lady's plate this today, actually. Yeah, but I didn't mind because I was actually kind of full. So, But Miranda, like, she'll be like, excuse me, did I ask? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> all the time. Absolutely. I know from experience, she will scream. 
Yeah. I'll get mad. <laughs> I know. And uh, lastly, sunflowers make Cassandra very happy. It's a nice, it's a nice flower. Mm-hmm. You know, just it brightens up some space. Let's, let's uh, learn more about her from Chris. Uh, he says that she's a really sweet girl, really well-liked in the house, very sincere, never a doubt about her intentions. So she was quote unquote, here for the right reasons. She has a bold outfit choice on night one. She's quote unquote, ready to make a hit on night one. So we got to look out for, yeah, we got to look out for her limo entrance during night one. Yeah. But yeah, that's Cassandra Suarez. Woo! Okay, so now we have Chelsea. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, Chelsea. Chelsea has big hoop energy, and I'm like all about it. Like, what do you? Oh my gosh, she has the confidence too. Yeah, she she pulls it off. Uh, Chelsea is 28 years old. She's a runway model from Brooklyn, New York. So, um, you know, after graduating college and getting a full time job, uh, she did one of the most outrageous things she's ever done in her life. She quit. And she strutted her way into the world of modeling and has never looked back. But because of that, her dating life has pretty much been non-existent. Um, Well, pretty non-existent until she was in college. And her only relationship ended about a year and a half ago when, after five years of being together, she felt like she had outgrown him. You go, girl. You go, girl. Making moves. Um, Now that she has spent some time, you know, playing the field, she has a clear idea of what she wants out of a relationship. She loves a man who will go the extra mile, you know, to show how they really feel. And and she's really looking for somebody who can be vulnerable and open. Her dream man will join her as she wines and dines throughout the city. And while she doesn't need it, a man who loves to spoil her from time to time. So she's hoping to find that with Matt. She just seems like a badass if she just quit her job and became a runway model. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, some fun facts. She's currently learning Spanish online. Muy bien. Uh-huh. When she says online, does she mean Duolingo? <laughs> yeah. Is she gonna be like doing Duolingo when the cameras are off? Donde está la baño? El baño? El baño? Fun fact it's like we know Spanish, but then you ask us to have a full conversation, we start tensing up. I've been taking Spanish for four years, and I couldn't tell you anything about it. <laughs> Sabrina has this great tater tot casserole how-to in oh, Spanish. No. I'll link it to show notes if you're really interested. Chelsea's favorite meal is snacks, especially popcorn, and hot Cheetos are on the menu. Miranda. Dude, that's the... Hold on. Wait. That's the best combo. Hot Cheetos, pickles, and popcorn. Yes. But the real the question is, is it regular hot Cheetos, or is it limon? We have a big debate about it between Miranda and I. And also, what kind of popcorn? Like cheddar? We think in like basic white, you know, mm-hmm. sea salt, butter. Why would you go <laughs> anything different? There's just so many. There's so many kinds, like caramel. Ew. With hot Cheetos? No. Nothing like caramel popcorn. <laughs> think about it, Oli. Think about it, Oli. I'm tired. Oh man. Um, so one day Chelsea wants to swim with stingrays. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is what Chris Harrison had to say about Chelsea. Six feet tall, strikingly gorgeous woman. She's signed to a big time New York modeling agency and she has legit walked the runways during Paris Fashion Week. So he was like, none of the swipe up codes for Chelsea. She's the real deal. One of the realest women in the house. Very sincere. And Chris says to keep an eye on her. 
So, yeah, we will keep an eye on Chelsea. We definitely will. Okay. So next we have Corinne. Hi, Corinne. Hi, Corinne. Hey, Corinne, what's up? She's my age. (laughs) That's been the common thing I've been seeing on contestant previews. She does not look 22. No. Dude. Not that she's old. She looks more like 27. She looks like my age. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, she she does look older in that photo. I I I want to give her the benefit of the doubt because sometimes again these photos are not yeah, great. Right. Um, but yeah, she is twenty two. She's a marketing manager from Pomfret, Connecticut. 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 Um, Corinne is ready to find someone that would be a great addition to her already wonderful world. She comes from a big loving family. She does marketing for the family business, a high end Italian restaurant. I knew she would be Italian. I don't <laughs> she know. She does why. look Italian. <laughs> yeah. And she strives to surround herself with positivity and says that she is at her very happiest, sitting at the beach with the sun shining down on her face. She's looking for a man who will prioritize settling down over having a busy nightlife and partying. Now, that was not me at 22. She wants someone who is serious about creating a life with her and who will match uh, her unwavering loyalty. You know, someone who will support her personally and professionally. You know, let her um, do the same for him, saying that, quote, she always wants to water him so that he is cons- he is constantly growing as a human son, friend, etc., yeah, so she's just, she knows what she wants um, at 22, which, I mean, girl, that's that's a lot better than me you at know, 22. I have no idea what I want. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, 22-year-old perspective right here. Uh, so Corinne loves Disney World, and she has been there more times than she can count. She's a Disney lover? Oh, no. <laughs> she scares me already. What? What's wrong with that? There, no, there's nothing wrong with Disney lovers, but there is a thing where Disney lovers are now getting into the stereotype that horse lovers have. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, I didn't That's know that. That's perfect way to put it. Because there are people who love Eat, sleep, like Disney or, core, eat, sleep, and bleed. Yeah, dude. Like they will wake up in their mini ears. And like, and there's, <laughs> yeah, dude. And, and I know people with a lot of them. And there's nothing wrong with it, but like it, it. I have definitely had conversations with those people, and I'm like, wow, this really is like <laughs> your world, huh? Like this is, and I love Disney. Yeah, I've been to World and Land. I've always this is this is one of those really obscure things I want to mention, but because I grew up with you watching the Disney movies, and mm-hmm. that was when Disney was in the, not in its prime, but, like, when Disney had movies like Monsters, Inc., and Tarzan, and, like, these big, big movies. Yeah, it was, like, post-Renaissance. Yeah, and that was me growing up. And then I watched Disney movies coming out as I was, you know, like, in my teens, like, Frozen and Tangled and uh, blah, 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 blah. Still and then I Soul. still watched a lot of videos when Sabrina was born, because then it was, like, Finding Nemo and... Bubble, and I'm like because and then like now you watch Disney in your teens and I watch it because you watch it because we're all in the same house or and we all have the same Disney Plus account. But because of that, like I've always been really into Disney and I know a lot of fun facts and I know a lot of the characters because I grew up with it and so I understand why people love Disney. But I <laughs> don't understand these people who yeah go who have many. Of the ears, and oh, like, I didn't even know this was a thing. You it's didn't like cousins, <laughs> our cousins, our, okay. Our cousins are that bad. No, our cousins they are have that competitions, bad. they though. live in Florida too. They yeah. also they have like 
dance competitions and stuff. Yeah, but the people who, yeah, this is a I, different kind. I kind of, like, don't want to buy Disney shirts ever because I just, like, hate the idea of, like, obsessing over it. Okay, so patrons, your money goes towards supporting the show and also <laughs> funding Sabrina's Disney shirt collection. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> well, that's, I, I learn something new every day. Yeah, right. So Corinne, she once snuck into an abandoned insane asylum in the middle of the night. This I would is something that. a Disney loving would do. <laughs> but no, I would also do that too. Part of the adventure, man, is taking that risk. Take a risk, take a chance, make a change, and break away. Break away. <laughs> which was in Princess Diaries 2. <laughs> which was a Disney movie. So before Corinne has kids, she wants to experience uh, life living in New York City. Matt is from New York City. He's actually from North Carolina, but he currently lives in NYC. Would you would you move to a different state? You for, know, if like if the love of your life lived in I feel Michigan. like yes. But, <laughs> I know, I know. Wisconsin. I feel like yes, I but like go going places like Florida, I hated it kind of. Like I miss Texas. And like I do love people Texas. are like Texas lovers are like practically a cult. And it's like Texas core. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's exactly what barbecue. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking everything is like UT. You know everything. Yeah, I mean there is a downside of being a Texan, but there's more upsides. <laughs> yeah. Everything's bigger in Texas. You know, our Texas <laughs> also twang. the racism, which we are not about. Yeah, we don't <laughs> We hate it. <laughs> we hate it. Black Lives Matter. Um, so, yeah. So, let's see what Chris Harrison had to say about Corinne. So, she is the marketing manager at, for her family business. Her job, in particular, is to reply to all of the Yelp reviews. So, Chris goes, um, so all the Karens that are giving this restaurant bad reviews, like, watch out. Um, she overcame some serious medical issues as a child, and she's healthy now. But that means we're going to learn an interesting backstory from Corinne. All right. So who do we have next? We have Imani. Okay. Hey, queen. Hey, Hey, queen. queen. Like, just already slaying. Already slaying. So uh, Imani is 25. She is a realtor from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Random thought. Albuquerque is still one of those cities I can't spell to save my life. Even as a journalist. <laughs> it's hard! You know where I would mess up on Albuquerque? The U. Yes! Who the, why would you put a U there? That's what I'm saying! I, could, I understand Kirky. Albuquerque. I can spell Kirky. Yeah. Albuquerque. But like... But the burr part, I would put an E. Yeah, that's the part that confuses me. So, Amani so is the first to admit that she isn't an outwardly, quote-unquote, lovey-dovey kind of person, but that doesn't mean that her desire for love doesn't run deep. She describes herself as a goofy, selfless, and sensitive person, and while she hasn't had much luck finding love thus far, she is here hoping that meeting Matt can change that. You know, she's looking for someone caring, someone to be her best friend, she would rather go to a sophisticated jazz bar over a baseball game. And her dream date consists of sharing a bottle of fine red wine and spending the night immersed in meaningful conversation. I like that. I like that. Um, she loves to cook. Uh, yeah, she says that her favorite way to show you know, love to her man is through an old-fashioned home-cooked meal. Um, but her turnoffs are emotional instability physical instability and financial instability. So really any instability of any kind 
she hopes that the man that she brings home is willing to love her family as much as she does because if the family says it's a no-go, then that's where the journey ends. I want to ask you, so, you know, with us, like, we haven't really had that experience of, like, bringing someone home, like, seriously or whatever. Like, how much would my opinions on your significant other, like, weigh in, in your, you know, heavily? Yeah, it, I feel like I might show that it doesn't bother me, but, like, it would. Yeah, and, that, and that's a big thing, because I've, I've brought somebody here who... Uh, like I don't, I don't like bringing up a lot of my personal relationships until I feel like it's known. And with this past relationship of mine, it was never really known, which is why I never really brought him up. And that kind of, in a sense, seemed like not sketchy, but like, huh, like you know, like he was around for a while, and I didn't, I mean, my my family didn't know too much about him, but it was still obviously like, and there was there was a part of me that didn't care. Um, but there, it was still a part of me that was like, well, if I am going to spend the rest of my life with somebody, they're going to also spend the rest of the, my life with my family, you know? So they obviously, like, it is important. Cause we're really not day. going anywhere. Yeah. And it, it really, it is important at the end of the day for me. So it, 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 and it wouldn't, it wouldn't deter, like, I wouldn't not marry somebody because you guys didn't like them, but I wouldn't also... It would kind of I be, would, like, a, kind of a red flag a little bit. Yeah, but I also wouldn't not do what I want to do. Right, and we would support you. You know, yeah. we'd be like, you know, we would just want what's best for you. Yeah. I would also like to know, like, the red flags from the relationship. You know, I would, I would hate to, like, marry someone who would, like, become you know, mean to my siblings later. or like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, and that's, yeah, being honest is, like, important when it comes to that kind of stuff and so it it, but it's it is hard because it's um you're you know just dating at a young age is hard and so I mean and then dating on this national television show is hard so yeah um if especially yeah I can't imagine like going on this show and my family not liking the person who I'm trying to get with yeah oh my gosh the hometowns episode so I brought this up a lot in last season I've talked about with a lot of our guests like I've never actually brought anybody home but it's not because like I didn't like that person it just never got to that point yeah and and it's because also I'm very protective like you guys mean everything to me Mm -hmm. and so I like your opinion of whoever I'd bring home like would mean a lot to me Mm -hmm. I mean I would still make my own decisions but you know, if you told me, if you straight up told me, like, hey, like, this dude just looks straight up sketch, I would take your word for it. Yeah. You know? So, I was just curious. Um, but, yeah, we totally get that. Totally get that, Amani. Amani enjoys throwing solo dance parties in her bedroom. Same. I feel that. Yeah, that's that's totally understandable. Uh, when asked if she could be anyone else for a day, she said she would be herself because she is, quote, unquote, pretty cool. That's what Sabrina would say. I mean, I, I would, but I would also love to be, like, Harry Styles. <laughs> I was also expecting that. <laughs> and her favorite music is 90s R&B. Great choice. Yes, agree. Uh, you're actually agreeing with 90s music? Why? You know, 90s music isn't bad, but when it comes to Olivia's playlist... <laughs> she just doesn't understand, folks. Here's some more from uh, from Chris Harrison. She is a true free spirit, very spiritual, very in touch with her feelings. She's a big family girl. Um, so she has a seven and a three-year-old sibling so she, that she takes care of. Um, she's not super lovey-dovey. Okay, here's the thing. She's not the biggest fan of hugs, 
But leading up to her appearance on the show, she would practice and she became a tree hugger. Hmm. So, yeah, you know, does whatever she can to, you know, make that good impression. Now we've got Ileana. She looks foreign. Which isn't, a, I'm not saying that is a bad thing either. <laughs> she just looks foreign. She kind of looks like Natasha from Listen to Your Heart. Um, I don't know what to say. She looks not Brazilian, but she looks like, like somewhere Wait, from I'm thinking, South America. Yeah, I would like agree. Like Argentina. Yeah. Yeah. Well, beautiful, beautiful girl. Uh, she's 25 years old. She's a health food developer from New York, New York. She's the perfect mix of beauty and brains, an entrepreneur who recently co-developed her own nutritional snack called the Funky Monkey Energy. And she has big dreams of making a name for herself in the health food world. Um, she ended her last relationship of four and a half years, and now she's living her best life in Manhattan. But now she's saying she's ready to settle down and find her missing puzzle piece. Um, she's done the work to know exactly what she wants out of a partner. And, you know, she wants somebody whose values align with hers. She's the type of woman who would rather cuddle up on the couch with a glass of wine and spend quality time together pondering life's unsolvable mysteries than hit the town and go bar hopping. And uh, she's looking to find her best friend, you know, to kind of create the kind of love that makes you glow from the inside out. Uh, but yeah, just, just. She seems, like, very wholesome. Mm -hmm. uh, some fun facts. She has an orange tabby cat named Sir Theo who goes to the bathroom in the toilet and wears a bow tie. He's very sophisticated. Why? <laughs> Why? How do you train your cats to do that? I actually know some people who train their cats. That's cool, but, like, that's what so process. weird. Yeah, yeah like, I like how, where is Sir Theo? He's on the pot. <laughs> on, on the commode. I'm sorry, you can't go in there, Sir Theo. <laughs> and wearing a bow tie. Um, so growing up, Ileana was on a synchronized ice skating team. Okay. Okay. How? That's, that's amazing, because ice skating is freaking hard. Mm -hmm. um, and she has a major weakness for snacking. Agreed. Mm -hmm. um, some fun facts that Chris said about Ileana so she's working on a healthy energy supplement that comes in an energy ball, a healthy ball. And so Chris makes a lot of ball jokes. And he says, expect a lot of ball references with Ileana. All right. So that's Ileana. Now we have Jasenia. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? She's from San Antonio, Texas. <laughs> She's 27 years old. She's a social media marketer. Uh, way to represent San Antonio. First, we had Rudy from Listen to Your Heart. Woo! Then we had Alea from Peter Weber's season. And now we have Jacenia. Uh, she's the total package of brains, beauty, and an infectious personality. She was born and raised here in the 210. Yeah. Um, she's a former pageant queen. I can see it. Um, mm -hmm. She received the title of Miss El Paso in 2016. So after recently ending her most recent relationship, she's hoping to find her true counterpart in Matt. She loves a man who takes initiative, is adventurous, and who will keep life exciting and unpredictable. Her soulmate must also love dogs because she currently has three of them. And um, she can't stand a man who will not get off their phone, especially during date night. That's really important. Um, she wants somebody who she can travel the world with, um, but also who's really into staycations. And she's a true romantic. She says she daydreams about what it'll be like when she finally meets the man of her dreams. So, yeah. Here's a question. Would you 
knowing like you and your personalities, would you date somebody who's like your polar opposite or would you, are you more interested in people who are like you? I don't know. I feel like I would hate me. <laughs> I would hate you too. Sabrina and I are polar opposites, by the way. I am an ENFJ, the protagonist. I would absolutely not want to date anyone like Olivia. I love you, Ollie. Wow, thanks. You're great, but no. I'm an INFJ, aka the rarest type. So I hate to flex, but uh, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Mira? Would you want to date somebody who's kind of like your opposite or somebody who's more like you? No, I I, I think I date people who are a lot who are like me. Yeah, same here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like me, but like also not, or like just surprising, yeah. unpredictable, but like not in the bad way. Mm-hmm. I mean, like kudos, if you're in a relationship with someone who has a different kind of like personality than you, like kudos, like I want to know more about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jasenia, yeah, she loves escape rooms. I used to work in an escape room place. Um, if she could live in any other decade, it would be the 80s because of the music and super funky fashion. And she hopes to live in France for at least a year. I would not live in the 80s. <laughs> I would just not live in the 80s. That just sounds like a terrible time. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'd go there for, like, 10 minutes, but then I'd be kind of sick of it. Like That was, like, like that's that generation's, like, the one I don't get. Mom. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, like, music, it was, it was changed a lot in the 80s. But, like, I... I don't understand that fashion. Like Reagan. <laughs> yeah, and then like not even nineties fashion got on my nerves. Mm-hmm. Like those, you know what? I when I say nineties fashion, you know what I think of the most? Mm-hmm. That ugly brown skirt that goes to your knees and kind of is like it's like oh Rachel Rick- wore it in, on Friends. I think I've seen that, but it's like frilly or not frilly. Oh no, but I, not I thought it was like frilly. the straight, like the straight. Like kind not, of it's not like a pencil skirt. No, it goes to your knees and it's like a little. Wait! Oh my it? gosh! Didn't we have a brat skirt like that? Yeah, and it has suede? little lines suede? on it. And pleated? It, I don't know. No, pleated. it's not pleated. Ruffled. No. Ruffled. Yeah, it's kind of like ruffled. And then, listeners, if you know what she's talking about, please message us at Shame Watch Pod. That's not the skirt. It's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about when I think of '90s fashion is those stupid flip flops that are this big, the platform ones, and they were brown. <laughs> you know those brown platform Like those chunky ones? ones? I think yeah. I had those, like claws. I know, and they were the most, they were the ugliest shoes. <laughs> and it wasn't your fault. It was the fashion. Well, like, everybody wore I know, them. I know. Everybody wore them. And they were so ugly. <laughs> they were so ugly. I don't understand. I think it's the ugliest thing. Oh. Well, okay, so I, we know you wouldn't live in the 80s or, like, early 90s, but would you live in France for at least a year? Yeah. Um... Yes. Also, I would like to add about the general, or, like, the decade. I'd want to live in, like, the 2000s, because, yeah, I was, like, born then, but I wasn't. Oh. I didn't, I didn't really experience. <laughs> I didn't get to live. She yeah. did she would get to experience. You know experience. how, like, Miranda's like, oh, my God, I'm a 90s baby. No, you weren't. You were born, <laughs> you, were, you were raised. I grew up in the thousands. Yeah. And the aughts? I want to live in the thousands, because, like, aughts. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? That's what <laughs> oh, it's called. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. And then finally, Sabrina, Sabrina could have context as to why I love music from the 2000s so much. So, yeah, so Jasenia, some fun facts about her from Chris Harrison. Um, former pageant girl, as we talked about, very opinionated, honest, uh, not afraid of ruffling some feathers. 
She finds herself in more than a little drama this season. She's part of one moment that will have all of Bachelor Nation talking. Now, Chris Harrison says, spoiler, she takes a page out of Bennett's playbook where she gives a gift, and it's very condescending. You remember that, folks, from The Bachelorette? The gift that Bennett gave Noah on emotional intelligence? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that means we know what to expect here. Now, let's go ahead and see who's next. We've got Kylie. Hi, Kylie. Hey, Kylie. So Kylie is 26 years old. She's a hostess from Chicago, Illinois. She doesn't like to take herself too seriously, but that doesn't mean she isn't serious about finding love. You know, she describes herself as witty, charismatic, not afraid to laugh at herself, and she's hoping to find the same qualities in her future husband. Um, you can tell her love language is quality time because she says that she loves to show affection through spending quality time with her partner, performing acts of service and making sure that her man knows that their voice is being heard. Um, yeah, the man of her dreams, introspective, empathetic, can join her on a daily sunset runs, daily sunset runs on the beach, followed by a romantic picnic. She's never dated anyone that her family has truly been excited about, lol me, and she's been hoping to change that when Matt comes into the picture. So yeah, what do we think of Kylie? Um, her name is so, you know, it's exotic. Yeah. It's not like- Well, I thought it was Kaylee, and then Chris Harrison first said Kaylee, but then he said it's Kylie. Um, she's dyed her hair every color in the book. Okay. Okay, girl, we see you. At her high school graduation, Kylie tripped on the stage as she went to get her diploma. (laughs) Yeah. And one day, Kylie dreams of completing an ultra marathon, which is 100 miles. She doesn't look that old. Yeah, she looks like she's 19. (laughs) Yeah, she looks like she could be in high school, which I'm sure she gets a lot. Sorry, Kylie. I'm sure she's gonna I mean it's gonna it's gonna fare very well for her when she's 40 like mm-hmm. you know like we are like, how long do you think she's gonna last what her how long do you think she's gonna last um I feel like she'll last a little bit but she could also be like the first one gone yeah I can see her maybe leaving in the coming weeks first coming weeks well so here's the interesting thing Chris yeah. Harrison says she works in the club scene in Chicago so he says to remember that That job is going to lead her to being pretty embroiled in a pretty big dramatic storyline this season. Did y'all hear in the promo the whole sex worker? Oh! I think it might be tied to Kylie. Okay, Queen. Wait. Yeah, I think it's her because, I mean, club scene, dramatic storyline. It might be her. Um, well, by the way, off, sweetheart. yeah, I mean, we don't shame sex workers on this show. No, we do not. Um, but yeah, no, interesting, interesting storyline. She makes a bold entrance, one of the boldest ever, one of the coldest ever. And yeah, easily the boldest entrance this season. Ugh, boldest entrance this season. Her entrance definitely caught Matt's eye and he seemed to enjoy it. So also my opinion is she's the one who brings the rack of clothes. Did you see that one? No. She had like a rack of clothes and she was wearing like a bra and underwear. Well, oh, I, I, look I back. think I remember her. Yeah, I think that might be her too, but I have to look back. Yeah, we'll have to watch it again. Um, next up we have Katie. 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 Hi, Katie. Hey, Katie. Hi, Katie. What's up? So Katie looks exactly, not exactly. She looks like you. Kind of. I'll post a picture. I was going to say she looks like she has a songbook. 
A songbook? Yeah. Hey, you know, uh, what do you know? She looks like Becca Kufrin, who was The Bachelorette a few years ago, finally dumped her racist fiancé. Period. Yes. Period. And also, like, Becca Kufrin's um, IGs where she spills tea and, like, throws shade at him are the best. Follow her. She's queen. Um, But Katie, yeah, she looks just, she looks pretty similar to Becca Kufrin. She's 29 years old. She's a bank marketing manager from Renton, Washington. She knows exactly what she wants in a man and is done wasting her time on boys who won't live up to her expectations. Girl, same. It's, 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 it's just awful. Uh, slim pickings out there. She is a witty storyteller who says when she finds someone worth committing to, she is the most loving and committed partner anyone could ask for. Uh, she's daring and adventurous. Uh, she needs a man who can laugh along with her but is okay with him laughing at her too when the moment calls for it. You know, just looking for a mature man, you know, with ambitions. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing turns her off more than someone who sits around playing video games all day or a man who tries to kiss her at the inopportune moment. It's all about creating the right vibe with Katie. So will Matt live up to that? Let's hope. Uh, yeah. She seems really cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she's really pretty. Yeah, Katie's idea of a fun date is going skinny dipping. Oh. Dude, I don't know. This is just like a. I'm just putting this out there. I kind of want to try skinny dipping. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, obviously in like a private place, not. For, <laughs> Wait, not so for... you're telling me that like if you go skinny dipping, the sensor bar from The Sims isn't gonna pop up? Okay, but they're gonna do. They would do that on the show <laughs> for The Bachelor. Yeah. Um. We're learning a lot about each other as we do this episode, too. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. No, I mean, no, 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 we don't shame any of that. I have mean, like, ever, have y'all never wanted to do that? Just no, like, I mean, yeah. honestly, I would want to do that, like, at Barton Springs or Venetian. Oh Bull. my gosh, yeah. I've the gone water. there and there was a topless woman and everyone was looking at her and we were like, wow, this, this is really Austin. <laughs> oh, at Barton. I was like, Barton and Venetian. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, there's uh, free the nip. Um, so Katie would love to host her own talk show one day. And uh, she once planned a dog flash mob that got a huge turnout. Interesting. Interesting. I'm kind of curious on how that happened. Uh, let's see what Chris Harrison had to say about Katie. Uh, he says, you don't know if the show has ever had a woman quite like her. She's a resident super fan of the show. I feel like I would be, you know, that'd be me. Mm-hmm. Um, she makes her entrance known the second she steps out of the limo by bringing Matt a prized possession from home. Now, Chris says they've never seen anything like this on the show. And he explains that, you know, like they have a lot of lawyers on this show that do uh, standards and practices. So they're the ones that are behind like the black boxes, you know. And, you know, everything that gets bleeped out. Uh, So Katie is going to give these poor lawyers a heart attack with what she brings to the table. Night one, she shows in emotional side, super invested with Matt. So that's Katie. I'm curious to see what she brings night one. Yes. So lastly, for our episode today, for part one, we have Kayla. Hi, Kayla. Hey, Kayla. Kayla. So Kayla is 28. She's a healthcare advocate from Durham, North Carolina. And yeah, she's a unique soul that is driven and passionate about the health work she does in her community. Now, while she loves that her work means a lot to the people of Durham, she, you know, it means so much more to her that, you know, because life is all about giving back. So she's always, she's one of those people who's always been like overly committed to her job. Um, but she doesn't look at that as a negative thing, but now she wants to put herself first. So she's a hopeless romantic and she's hoping, you know, to find a man who will truly sweep her off her feet 
she says she could be shy at first, but once she feels that spark, it's on. So yeah, she's looking for a respectful man, emotional intelligence. Oh, well, that's just really making a comeback these last few seasons of the show. Um, yeah, just a life full of love and service is one that she's dedicated to. So she looks like a really sweet girl. She's really pretty. Yeah. Yes, her hair. Baby blue is her color. Yeah. yeah. Her hair looks great. Yeah. And the big hoop energy. We're all about it. Um, a note. So Matt is from North Carolina and she's from North Carolina. So oh. maybe she brings that like familiar hometown feel. Um, she lives for a good tailgate. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tailgates are important. You know, we understand it as Texans and uh, she idolizes Rihanna queen. Yes. Yes. And um, she only likes camping if she is glamping. I can stand by that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Kayla, according to Chris Harrison, yeah, he mentioned, I believe, the fact that they're both from North Carolina, and yeah, that Matt really found comforting. She's someone you want to keep your eye on, really smart, really introspective girl, really surprise yourself with the amount of of emotion she showed. The biggest thing about her is her depth, which Chris calls refreshing. So yeah, one to watch. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. So we've gone through the first half of the women who are vying for Matt James's heart. Uh, what do we think? What did we think from the, the women that we've reviewed so far? There's so many women. I and feel like I kind of need to watch The Bachelor. <laughs> I think I, the thing about the, yeah, I don't know how these people do it, man. There's so many people and it's, it's got to be hard. Yeah. I don't know how I'll do it. I feel like, so night one, it's it's known that the, the, the leads of the show, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, they have um, a lot of people try to remind them who their names are night one because there's just so many. Yeah. And then a lot of people get sent home night one. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's going to, that's going to be a wrap on part one. Actually, fun fact, uh, those who are listening to the free feed, this is going to be on the free feed. Um, if you like this episode, this is on our Patreon every week. We do these episodes, we do these recaps. So if you like what you heard today, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash shamewatch for as low as $2 a month. That's just $2 a month. Now, we're going to have part two up on our Patreon uh, very soon. And then uh, free feed listeners, you will get that uh, leading up to the premiere. That's been our episode of Shame Watch TV. Thank you to Denise Hudson for our rocking theme song and to our guests, Miranda and Sabrina Suarez. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, so uh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Shame Watch on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found. Now, do you have suggestions, questions, comments, or general tomfoolery? Do you want to contribute to the pod? Send it our way. Visit us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at ShameWatchPod so we can talk with you. Now, finally, we want to thank you guys, the patrons. Without your financial support, we wouldn't be able to put out amazing content like our staple podcast, ShameWatch, and this show, ShameWatch TV. It lets us know that you're here for the right reasons. Wink, wink. Now, help spread the word about this series to your friends by letting them know about our Patreon, again, at patreon.com slash ShameWatch. We're going to be back with part two of our contestant preview very soon. But until next time, our watch has now ended. Dive at your own risk. 